Hello, and welcome to Inspired. I'm Linda Mariano, and in this episode, you're hearing the song that created a band and catapulted them onto the world stage. It's a song that just feels classic at very first listen. It's Middle Kids, Edge of Town. So you'll hear the first version of this song that lead singer Hannah Joy made in her bedroom. It sounds so different. And about the moment that really changed it all, when bandmate and husband Tim Fitz handed her a guitar for the very first time. This is Inspired with Middle Kids. Tim and Hannah, thank you so much for joining us hey. to talk about Hello. this track. Hello. So nice. Well, mate, we've got to get into this song. We do. Where should we start with it? So I was actually at university studying music. I was learning how to like be my own producer and I was, so I was doing a lot of computer music, like bedroom laptop music. I like discovered the synthesizer for like the first time in depth and I was playing around with this sound and it was like this cool kind of boinky bassline sound and I started writing this little bassline. It like kind of brought this image to me of somebody like walking and then I wrote Edge of Town in this like really pop synth electronic way around this like kind of I don't know, it's probably quite daggy, the bass line that I wrote. I can remember anything you say When the streets are talking Yeah, they call my name Well, I, thought, I felt like it was actually a really exciting moment when Han showed me... I think Han was recording a lot of very dark music at the time, like kind That's of true. sad, depressing, angsty music. And it was very light and happy and kind of triumphant, which was really cool. So that instantly got me. But yeah, I actually really liked that synth bass line when but I But it's first funny heard it. because it's not even in the end song now. So it's funny how like a song can come into existence out of something and then that very thing then falls away. Mm. I wanted to have this image of like someone kind of like walking along and feeling like everything was okay. But actually I kind of wanted to paint this picture of somebody walking, feeling like they were in control and that they knew what was going on, but actually the world gets totally turned upside down. And actually there's this whole other realm e- existing that you kind of like pop into and you realize, oh, I actually have no idea what anything is about. And then the road cracked open, sucked me in and I went down. I was standing face to face with the king of the underground. Some things just don't add up. I'm upside down, I'm inside out. One thing I thought was really exciting about the lyrics when I heard them was I got this image of kind of like a carefree person who was sort of out partying or something and then they suddenly fall through the street and end up talking to the king of the underground which could be like Hades or the the devil or something where it sort of became very it's like mythical but the the person sort of just taking it in their stride and they're having this surreal conversation with the king of the underground and I thought uh, it was one of these very Hannah things where I had no idea where that image came from or why she would sing about that, but it was just so exciting and funny and in- interesting, I thought. What happened 
after this synth demo came into life? It wasn't happening when we were trying to play it live. Like it didn't sound cool. And it didn't feel, I didn't feel myself, mainly because I'd never really written a happy song before. So I was like, doing, 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 who am I? <laughs> and then we decided to play it on guitar, which is a different thing because Hannah hadn't played guitar really before then. But I, I think I literally passed her a guitar. We put on like a drum machine, like this 80s drum machine that I had and I played bass and it felt really good. I actually have such a this distinct image of like Tim realising you need to play guitar for this song and kind of like handing me the guitar as if he's like handing me a sword for me to go into battle and I was like receiving my weapon <laughs> and I was like, thank you. And it was very empowering for me because I didn't, like, I've always loved guitar music. I've grown up listening to guitar music, but I never really felt I had that in me to play guitar because I just felt so comfortable on the piano or I, and I felt really uncomfortable on the guitar but that's why I was like so special for Tim because I felt like he really kind of pushed me and allowed me to explore that and I I mean when he gave me that guitar I literally knew a few chords I was not a guitarist and luckily there were like a few of the chords in Edge of Town so I was like okay and then put a capo on to mm. kind of make it work so it was super clunky for a while me playing I actually remember too getting like quite teary when I first played it because mm-hmm. it was like in the moment as we started playing it when I figured it out on guitar it was like I was hearing the sound that I felt like I'd been longing for or I'd been longing to create for a very long time that but I didn't know it and then I was like oh my gosh this is it like this is the kind of music I want to make. I think at the time we were talking about like, let's make something that is kind of like the Pixies, kind of like Coldplay, which are kind of two opposite rock references, you know, but like the rawness of the Pixies, but also the sort of expansiveness of Coldplay. Well, even like the big guitar leads that are in this song, now that you Mm. mention Coldplay, Uh it's like these like... Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. That's it. Just That's what absolute freedom playing that, mm-hmm. you know? And they definitely came at a time. I, th- I think I was also listening to a lot of Sharon Van Etten and some alt country type stuff, and that's where the, the slide and of that course. kind of stuff came from. Mm. So the, the real emotion of I was, yeah, alt country music has always really touched me emotionally. So. I remember that was they were sort of parts that were added just a little bit later in the demo process. But yeah, it wasn't really a sound that we were doing together yet, but mm. it kind of became a real part of Middle Kids sound. And this was right at the start of Middle Kids journey as well. Oh this yeah, was, like we weren't you know, even Middle Kids. Yeah, this was first song on Triple J on Earth. This was we we hadn't heard yeah. of you before this. And also that's what's cool like this song helped us find Harry. Yes, Harry. He's your drummer and of course third member of Middle Kids, which was like obviously like so, so important and because Tim was old friends with Harry and then we were trying we were feeling like the energy from some of this stuff and we'd played a little bit with Harry but I think it was just like the catalyst of when we were jamming on this song everyone was like we should be a band some 
radio stations in America started playing it like shortly after Triple J played it and I just don't know how that happened and it totally started the whole thing for us like we we went over there shortly after that and got signed yeah, it was so it was so bizarre I mean, people in america don't really know how it happened because we didn't obviously we didn't have a label or anything but all these people were like where did this song come from from this band in australia and then when we went over there like a few months in there were like all these people who knew this song and we were like what is happening it yeah was and you're on the bizarre. conan o'brien show that was and, literally you know, like our we first yeah and it was our first stop in la i think we had played maybe like six shows before that like ever and then we're on, like, late-night television. Here to perform the song Edge of Town, Our Middle Kids. And I'm still, like, getting used to my guitar, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. The guy who booked us for the Conan show saw us play at the Triple J Unearthed Big Sound. Big Sound. The Triple That's J how that Wow. It directly, like, he was there, he saw us play. That's how and fresh then he, it was. It was all due to Triple J Unearthed, really. I mean, it was scary. good. And then that we did this really intense tour. But it was great to cut our teeth on because, like, I needed the practice. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was fantastic, little kids. Well, speaking of iconic moments for this song and for your band, you must remember what it was like when Paul Dempsey covered the track for Like a Version. I got a model to journey to the edge of town And then the road cracked up and sucked me in and I went down I stand in face to face with the king of the underground Some things just don't add up, I'm upside down, I'm inside out He's amazing Dang, you know what is so crazy, I will never get over this Is that he played it in the exact same key And so he's really singing right up there and feeling like mm-hmm. having no problems And then at one point I feel like he's playing like three guitar lines at the same yeah, time he did just do on his that. acoustic. I'm like, who are you? Do you remember where you were when you heard him covering that? Yeah, we were at home. Remember we turned the old radio on? Yeah, we got told to quickly turn on Triple J, you know, and we heard a it. A cryptic message. And it Ooh. was amazing. So oh, turn on the radio. I know. What if you weren't near a radio? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we don't get out much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <the> radio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of radio broadcasts, we've we've caught you live at many things over the years at Splendor in the Grass. Now at the, I remember seeing you guys at the one night stand in St oh, Helens yeah. in Tassie, where you went back and played Edge of Town, which of course is now featured on your album Lost Friends. And just the crowd is so so into it. Hey, guys. Got something on your mind, tick-tock, can I take it for a while? (laughs) Do you remember these moments? Yes, I remember that moment, particularly when in the breakdown there. And I think too, like, playing that part of the song live actually is probably one of the still to this day funnest times for us live. I think that that coda, the hey guy, um, and the outro from that is just like, so fun still to play and that was cool because that wasn't actually a part of the original song um and we kind of just made it while we were jamming and we're like with the whole speed up and we we're just going nuts one day in the bedroom and i think that now it's so cool because it's like such a great moment in the live set and everyone really sings and like kind of it's this big explosion of energy true yeah i remember someone said that the song needed a chorus so hannah wrote that part as what was going to be the chorus and then we were like, oh, maybe we'll try it just at the end as a totally separate thing. And that has definitely become the, the moment for the song where 
everyone really gets into it and it's mm. very cathartic and it's yeah. it's really special. It's mate, I've even got goosebumps <laughs> you just talking about it. Yeah, it's I so wild. Yeah. I get like when I'm playing it, I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's so funny because sometimes <laughs> we'll hear live uh, performances of it and it's kind of almost terrible because at the end I'm like, yeah, I got something on my mind. And it's like, and I <laughs> like. Do it again? No, that's it. But honestly, like every time I get to that bit, I'm just like, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth mm-hmm. because it's like, it's because I'm moving so much and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good. But mm-hmm. I've gotten to this point now when we do it live, I'm not so worried about, I just kind of like throw it all out there and often it's like a cat being strangled, but it's kind of part of the catharsis of that really uh, physical moment and, you know, because I really want to jump and so I'm just like, oh, screw it. I'm just going to, but sometimes like I'll hear it and I'm like, oh, Lord. It it's all works. It. It, it is all part of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's Middle Kids, Edge of Town for Inspired. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I'm Linda Mariano and you might have heard Middle Kids shouting out the amazing Triple J Unearthed during that chat. And if you haven't heard of it, Unearthed is basically your home for the best in new Australian independent music. It's a radio station. There's so much other stuff that goes on as well. Max Quinn from Triple J Unearthed is hanging out. What's up, Maxie? Hi, Lindy. So what's been going on with you? So me and Dave Ruby Howe have been doing this little side podcast. I don't know if you've heard about it uh, over in Inspired Land. It's called the Triple J Unearthed Podcast. What's going on on it? So we play you the five best new uploads to Triple J Unearthed each and every week. Um, I just, you know, put it out there. Last year, all of the songs from Unearthed that made the Hottest 100 had their first play on the podcast. (laughs) Just a small pat on the back Just a little, yeah. So if if you need to know... Who to be looking out for, who to be keeping an eye out for. Yeah, if you're that person in your friend group who's like, you know what, middle kids are amazing, but the new thing is this. Why is she so Jess Day, why is she so beautiful? Not a question, name of the song. (laughs) Not a question mark at the end of the song title either. It's a statement. Why is she so beautiful? Mm. So what's the story with Jess Day? Jess Day is a songwriter from Adelaide who we've just discovered in the last couple of weeks on triplejanearth.com. Coming through with a song like that that is just so, like, mm, it's it's really Moorish, but it's also so complete. Mm. All right, Max Quinn. Thank you for coming by. Thank you, Linda. As always, check that out. That's the Triple J Unearthed podcast. I'm Linda. Ciao.